Welcome everybody to the best podcast in the world. My name is Nick Tibuzek and with me there is the man in Munich, Don Rado Bosch. Good morning, Rado. Hi, good morning. What's up? How are you doing? <laughs> doing good. Why you? You good as well? I'm, I'm, I'm great. Life is so good. And we have such a good weather right here in Vienna. It's amazing. I just love it. I just, I just saw in an, an Instagram story of a friend of mine. He was celebrating the good morning with, with his dog in the sun. And I was like, I, I saw that while I was walking out of the door into the office. I was like, sun was shining down on me. And I was like, hell yes, put that phone away and enjoy the sun. And I was so good. <laughs> Nice. I guess uh, spring is coming in Vienna. Here in Vienna, it's mostly cold and rainy. I mean, so, yeah. winter is is amazing because I just l learned the skiing. If, if 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 you if you remember the last episode, uh, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan. <laughs> and, that, and the natural talent as well. Natural talent for skiing. I am. I am. I'm the new Olympian athlete for. I don't know if I, I, I am German, but I live in Austria. So let's see <laughs> for who I'm going to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I love that. All right. Um, we do have a little little part of a, of a topic and I have to tell a little story about it before because um, that, that's a super interesting stuff. Um, before we started this episode, um, we made some notes about it and I would like to, to start into that um, topic with a little story. Um, when, you, when you are a listener of, of, of our podcast, you probably know we do work with people and uh, we don't only do stuff with training. We also do some nutrition stuff with them, of course, because that's pretty normal. People want to look good. People want to perform well. And nutrition is a big part of that. Um, one of the big issues that I see a lot with people and Of course, everyone is ex experiencing that stuff with himself. I mean, I do. I think you do, Rado. <laughs> yeah, um, I think anyone who is into this has, you know, experience with this problem. Yeah, absolutely. It just, just comes, you know, it's normal. Um, it's, it's a very natural thing, especially in the beginning when you are coming into all of this nutrition stuff. And... What I see later on when you are stopping to track. And the thing here, what we are talking about is how to actually hit your macros. And that's a super interesting thing because in the beginning, it's always a, a very hard topic for a lot of people to hit the macros because they have absolutely no clue what to eat in the beginning. You know, because nobody, I mean, at least it was for me in the beginning, it was pretty hard to get to know about all this stuff, you know, because I, I just jumped into that. And at that point, I, I, I do love my old coach who was doing that to me, but he didn't really help me with that. So he just said, you got to hit it, you hit your macros here, here are the numbers. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, then you, you go into, into the supermarket and you look into this all these foods and you're like, 
holy shit, I didn't even know this has that many carbs, this has, has that many fats, these uh, are the proteins. This is how less proteins this has. I thought that's a very, very proteinish food here. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still remember the days when peanut butter was a great source of protein for me. You know? <laughs> it's like I had no idea, okay, this has a lot of fat actually. Until I started tracking, I didn't realize that. And I was like, okay, I should probably back off on eating so much peanut butter. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's super interesting. As the, the the interesting part comes in when when you n nowadays when we I mean we had like clients from all over the world now, and it's super interesting that this is something everybody experiences, but on a different level because how or, or what you eat is very different from Europe to America to South America to Africa to maybe in more Arabian world or an um, Asian world or Austria, Australia. And because everybody has a little difference in the foods, of course, you know. But the main thing here is in the beginning, nobody has a clue what he is actually or she um, eating, you know. And, and that's, that's a very interesting part. So in this episode, I would love to, to tackle this this topic how we can actually manage to hit the the, the macros that we want to hit and i think there are some general guideline things that we can keep in mind when it comes to that and um in in the in the beginning i would like to give you the word Rado, because i think you have a very good idea of of how to start it yeah um so like Just as we noted, it's important to know that this stuff is normal. You know, you're always going to have this mistake of probably, you know, not hitting the macros at the start. And uh, it's not something that you should necessarily uh, feel bad about because, um, you know, that stuff happens. A lot of this is trial and error and just experimenting. And once you get into the groove, uh, what you can definitely try and do is plan in advance. Uh, that's probably the most important thing when it comes to this because, um, If you plan ahead and know this is going to be my meal, it's going to be a lot easier for you to actually stick to that and stay dedicated. Already kind of put it in the app and uh, you won't have these, you know, side meals and snacks that might interfere with your general intake. Mm. I think that's one of the most important things that, that everybody has to learn in the beginning, just to, to have this planning ahead. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think everybody has to cook ahead, but at least plan ahead, you know? Like, yeah, just like take five minutes at the start of your day and write down meals that you'd like to take in that day and stick to that, and that's it. And then at the end of the day, you'll see, okay, these are my macros. I really hit those calorie goals. Because if you go into it like in the unknown without any prior planning, it's going to be very easy to lose track of what you actually want to do absolutely i think one one of the strategies that i always like to use is to know okay i do have these goals let's say yeah. i have like one of one of my goals is to hit somewhere in between 200 and 250 grams of protein which would be for me as i'm a 100 kg person would be so, uh, somewhere in between two or 2.5 grams per kg of my body weight, which is 
pretty normal to me personally. Um, to, to go into that direction, I would say I plan at least ahead to have 50 grams of protein per bigger meal. So for breakfast, for lunch and for dinner, at least that's the amount of protein I always get in. And um, I can do that by having a chicken or maybe some, 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 some fish for that or whatever that is, you know, it, it could be my, my, my meal in the morning, a porridge with some whey within and all that stuff, you know, like whatever you eat there. Yeah, if you're vegan, you're probably going to eat something different than, than the chicken. <laughs> and um, that's, that's the stuff that I think of in the beginning. So, okay, I have my bigger, bigger meals. Yeah. And where, where, where I think um, then is a little bit more into the direction of, okay, what, what do I eat else? I mean, these 50 grams are my main sources. It's not like the stuff that I also eat is not having protein included. It's usually not a main source of protein, but it still has some protein. If you have some noodles, they do have some kind of, some sort of protein in within, you know? So probably there will be somewhere in between 10 to 20 grams extra on that, you know? I think yeah. we have to, to keep that also in mind. And one more thing that helps me a lot, I plan my snacks. I do have snacks. Sure. I, love, I love snacks. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like a hobbit in Lord of the Rings. Second breakfast? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, people... People tend to underestimate how much it can add up uh, if you don't account for the snacks. Because, like, you know, like if you have two to three snacks a day, that can be a caloric surplus of 250, maybe even 500 calories. And then you're like, okay, why am I not, you know, getting to my goals, uh, getting closer to my goals of, say, losing body fat or losing body weight? Yeah. Uh, so accounting for that, as you said, getting that in um, is really, really important because it's going to be. Uh, sometimes a deciding factor of whether or not someone's going to actually achieve what they want. Yeah. It, the, the very important part is to understand that um, I'm, I'm talking about a bigger amount of, of, of pros right now. And when I talk about yeah. snacks, I'm actually talking about protein snacks. That's not a, not a, not, not, not a sweet or something. I, I, I don't eat that stuff. I mean, I do, but that's more of a, maybe like a, a protein Pudding or something, you know. That's the that's the snack that I eat, or maybe some some cottage cheese. I actually like that pretty much, or um, something that is pretty common here in in, in Europe, at least in in the German speaking area, is skur. I really like that. Um, that has loads of protein and not a lot of of, of fat. And that's that's a snack that I really enjoy. You know, and a snack could also be just having a little shake, you know, like, yeah. you know, 300 milliliters of milk and some whey within uh, or protein powder, whatever you prefer. If you're vegan, you probably 
drink something else, but you can also drink a shake. <laughs> that that's a snack to me. You know that that's what I'm talking about when I talk about that snack stuff. So um, that's that's a very important one because for me, I always have in my mind the most important, in my opinion, um, macronutrient is is protein to me. So. I think one big thing what we have to think of in whatever direction we go um, is to to think in this pyramid. You you mentioned that beforehand before we start recording that, and I think that's a very good idea. Yeah. You you can start explaining about it about the pyramid. Yeah, yeah this pyramid is something that um, I've started to implement myself. Uh, what you can think about, how you can think about it is you have the ground base, which is the total uh, caloric intake that you have, and you want to be hitting that day by day. That's going to be the deciding factor on uh, whether or not you're actually going into the direction that you want to be going in. And then from there. Oh, he's gone. I see. He's, 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 he's gone. I think we have a little bit of uh, connection issues, but um, we gonna pause it here and come back all right here we are back <laughs> into it uh we're sorry for the yeah we're sorry for the cut off there uh my internet just shut off and we had some technical issues um anyways i was talking about the pyramid and how that actually applies to everything we talk about here uh for me uh, i like to imagine it as the caloric intake being the most important part of the pyramid and being the base of it that's the first step you want to be hitting when you're tracking your macros because it's going to be deciding a deciding factor on whether or not you're actually moving to the direction that you want to be moving with your body weight and your body composition. Uh, the second step to that is the protein um, because of the reasons that Nick mentioned and the importance of that. And then the rest of that, once you hit your protein, you kind of distribute the fats and the carbohydrates to whatever you prefer, actually. So that's pretty much the way I like to think about it. Absolutely. I think that, that these are the, the, the ground layers, the most important ones. And um, when, we, when we look at that, on top of that, there comes like fibers, micronutrients and all that stuff. And yeah. really in the end, there comes the supplements and all that stuff. But I think to, to have this stuff in mind, this helps a lot of people just to keep it very, very, very easy. I mean, the, the nutrition part is in the end not so super complicated as most people think um, because in the end a lot of stuff about it is really having the macros right there are some, some main factors when it comes to the, to the uh, macronutrients and um, having the caloric intake in order for the goal yeah, which can be uh, losing weight or gaining muscle I mean, I don't think anybody wants to get fat. <laughs> so, yeah. except of maybe you're in a very crazy, I think there's an African tribe I heard about where you are the, when, when you are the fattest in the tribe, you're going to be the chief of the tribe. That's a super interesting part. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that's a thing that's worth considering. And uh, <laughs> Might be a thing for people to change their goals. Oh, yes. I'm going to be the, the captain of the chief of that tribe. <laughs> Life goals. Same. 
same here with my with my powerlifting goals now same here <laughs> so uh, to, to, to come back to, to, to the topic of how do we actually hit the macros I think even if you want to be the, the chief of the tribe it's still important to hit the macros the right way <laughs> for sure <laughs> uh, in terms of like the intake I think you already mentioned with the protein of like keeping it to two to three grams per kilo of body weight Uh, when it comes to carbs and fats, um, it's really like, like up to the individual and some people just uh, perform and thrive better on more carbs or on more fat. So that's an individual thing that you should kind of consider for yourself and experiment with. Uh, for me personally, I found out that just carbs work better for me when it comes to um, having enough energy to perform both uh, cognitively, but also physically. Mm -hmm. um, And a nice guideline that you can use there is total amount of carbs that you intake in your day. Uh, like around 50% of, 50 of those uh, should be distributed around training. Uh, so you have like 25% before, 25% after training, because that's going to be a nice factor that's going to aid you in performing, but then also in recovering after your session, because you want to be replenishing the glycogen that you're actually yeah. uh, wasted in a way uh, during your training. And then when it, come, when it comes to fat, um, I wouldn't necessarily go any lower than one gram per kilogram because that's usually a nice, quote-unquote, healthy guideline to stick to. Uh, you can maybe try and go slightly less, but I wouldn't go too low there unless you're, like, prepping for a competition or something, uh, you know, like bodybuilding, but we're not talking about that right now. Uh, we're talking about normal individuals who just want to achieve uh, normal goals when it comes to weight management. Uh, so sticking it around one gram per kilogram is uh, something that I would recommend. How's your view on that? Absolutely. You know, when, yeah. when you look into, into the science, they always say stay around one, uh, no, stay around 0.7 to one gram per gram, uh, per kilo of, of body weight. So yeah. the, the, the one gram rule is something that I absolutely recommend as well as um, this is something I mean, if you are, uh, let's say, an 80 kg male person, um, it's to have like 80 grams of fat is a very, it, it's, it's already pretty low because when you think of the, the, the fats in the foods that you intake, you probably gonna experience that a lot of foods that you usually eat during the day have a lot of fat within. And um, that's, that's actually the stuff that we have to talk about in this episode because we are about um, how to hit the macros. And the very interesting part here is for a lot of people, there is, especially in the beginning, the big, big problem of hitting the pros, right? But yeah. what comes with, with that is when you want to hit uh, one macronutrient, It's very often that the, the one macronutrient doesn't come alone. I mean, of course, there's always another macronutrient within that. I mean, even if I have something like, like an egg, which if I eat an egg, that's most, uh, mostly like everybody has this as a source of protein in the head, but nobody thinks of, How many fat that, that has actually within when you look at it you know when when you when you look at the yellow from the egg and that's that's the 
the thing that comes within. There's a lot of micronutrients within that because that's where the chicken comes from. <laughs> and um, of course, it has to have a lot of micronutrients, but it also has a lot of fat within and some, some very rare, but a little bit of carbs. Um, but that's not really, there's no need to mention that, but the fats are. And um, the issue that comes with that is when you look at it, there's like six grams of fat in one egg. And when you had like, let's say four eggs for breakfast, that's like 24 grams of fats just from the eggs in the morning. And that's like one, one fourth of your total intake already gone with the breakfast, which is completely fine. But if you have in your mind that you may think of something like, a, like a steak in the evening, you have to think of how many fat comes with that. If you have a good rib eye, then you're going to get in trouble with the fats in the evening because then you probably can't even put any oil on, on, on the uh, potatoes that you want to put in the oven as well to, as, as, as a side dish for the, for, the, for the steak, as an example, you know? And this is actually the stuff where, where, where we have to go here because that's what, what we mean when we talk about plan ahead. Think of the stuff that you want to eat in the morning. Take your time. Take like five to ten minutes and think of, okay, I want to eat that. I want to eat that. And um, how, how, how much of that can I eat including all the macronutrients um, in the right, in, in the right amount, you know, and that, that's actually where, where the stuff gets started. Um, we have to think of the, 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 the food intake before we take it in, because otherwise we just over or undershoot with the stuff because um That's, that's the issue that comes with that. And I think one thing I would love to mention in the beginning as well is when you start doing that, you're probably not going to start perfect. And that's totally fine. Nobody starts perfect in terms of nutrition, in terms of, of training, in terms of anything that you do. When you start something, you're not going to be perfect. And that's totally fine. We are here to do it and we're going to practice it. And you're going to be better within two to three weeks with this stuff, with the macros. Once you learned what do the, the, um, the foods that you intake um, have on the macro side, then once you learned that, you're going to learn how you, how you, bring all the stuff together and have good meals that have the right amount of protein, the right amount of fat and the right amount of, of carbs uh, within there. And this is one thing I would really like to bring in here because I see that a lot of, of times that people are really like, Oh my God, I'm going to die if I don't hit my macros. Yeah. You're probably not going to hit the macros in the beginning, but we are here to, to make that better in the end, you know, I actually don't expect anyone who's starting with tracking to hit the macros completely perfect in the first week. I don't expect that. 
But what I do expect is when we are in week number five that you hit it because it's not that hard. <laughs> we have to say that. Yeah, it's something that comes together with planning ahead. Uh, in my opinion, is also like having consistent meals, uh, both when it comes to timing as well as the amounts. So like having similar times where you eat every day and those meals actually being similar is just going to make it a lot easier to uh, stick to that, to keep it sustainable and to actually know, okay, this is how much I'm eating without having too big of a difference from day to day. Uh, it's going to make tracking a lot easier. And also what you said with uh, hitting the macros perfectly, uh, that's never going to be the case. Even when you think like you are hitting the macros perfectly, there's always going to be a certain degree of mistake in measuring, which you, which you, you know, ne you never, you're never going to get, get that perfectly in a way. It's always going to be like, even if you have a 10 plus 10 minus 10 grams of difference from what, what your goal is, you're still probably good to go. I remember when I first started tracking, I was like, uh, my goal is to hit 200 grams of protein. And at the end of the day, I'm like 198 grams of protein. And I'm like completely paranoid about that. Oh my God, no, I didn't hit the two grams that I should have hit. Let me try and get something into <laughs> to compensate for that. And it's, it's completely fine. You know, if it's like 195 instead of 200, that's not a mistake. I think that's something that should be worthwhile mentioning. I mean... One, one thing that we have to keep in mind here is um, a lot of people have, especially when it comes to a diet, they have in mind, oh, um, I'm, I'm, um, if you hit one, one of the macronutrients not completely on point, you're probably not going to hit every macronutrient completely on point. So we, what I do usually is having something like like a, like a line to say, okay, five grams in that direction, five grams in that direction, and yeah. we're good to go. You know, the, the thing with that comes when we look at the numbers, the numbers game with that, that comes with that. Um, we, we always have to keep in mind that um, the macronutrients do have calories. And the more we don't hit the calories in one direction, um, Oh, we, we don't hit the macronutrients in one direction, the more we have difference in the, in the, in the calorie intake. So when you hit the macronutrients pretty much in that range and the overall calorie intake is okay within like, I don't know, let's say 20 to 30 or 40 um, calories difference and we're good that's okay when it comes to more than a hundred calories then it get gets a little bit difficult because in a diet we want to to keep it in a way that we can actually plan with it and the more we have differences on each day and and um, during the week the more we get into trouble with having a good plan with it. When you have like 2,200 calories as a male and um, you just eat 1,800, that's, that's killing you in the long term of a diet. And when you are in a, in a surplus and maybe, maybe you should eat like, I don't know, 
3,000 calories a day and you overeat and eat 3,300, then you probably gain much more fat than you should gain. And then in the end, you have to diet again. So we always have to think of these things in a balance. So um, of course, nothing will happen when you have it once. I go out and have my, my great dinner with my girlfriend. And I don't think about the calories during that time. But I don't do that every day. Like one day will not kill anything. It will not kill your calorie surplus and making you completely fat and it will not kill your diet. One day is not important, but the overall is the most important that we have here. And that's a very, very important one right here to keep that in mind. We always think of the bigger picture. Like I think we have mentioned that a lot of times when it comes to training. Um, and it's the same with nutrition. The overall picture is the most important. Don't let one thing kill everything. And that's, that's very, very important to keep that in mind um, when it comes to that. So the very, very big takeaways that we can give you here for hitting your macros is plan ahead. Know your food macros that's a, that's a very important one because when you know what macros do have these foods, you can plan better. I think that's, that's, these are the two main takeaways. Um, I think the, the timing thing that you mentioned, what would you say? What else do we need as takeaway for, for this? Um, so yeah, uh, just as we talked about it, I think of the I would think of the pyramid first, just hitting hitting the caloric total caloric caloric intake, having that as the first step. Second step, having the protein, and then the third one, hitting the carbs and the fats. Um, the second one, as you said, planning ahead, taking five to ten minutes at the start of each day to see, okay, this is what I'm gonna eat. And I would already put that in the app if you're tracking uh, through an app. Because uh, that's going to be holding you accountable once you're going through a day and you won't be fluctuating too much away from the plan. Third, third thing that we mentioned is the timing of it, having consistent meals that are similar day by day, uh, both when it comes to uh, the amount as well as the time when you eat them. And that's going to just make the whole process easier, both for you and for your body to kind of learn the process and adapt to it and stick to it in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. Do... Do plan your big meals, do plan some snacks. And when you're in a diet, you may change the snacks and cut them out or still have them in and have just protein snacks. I'm, I'm a big believer of protein snacks. I'm the protein guy, eat more protein. <laughs> and I think one thing I would like to mention in the end, that's a very important one to me, do the best diet in the world. As you are listening to the best podcast in the world, here comes the best diet in the world. Eat vegetables and protein. I would usually say eat vegetables and meat, but uh, there will be some vegans who will not agree with that. So eat vegetables and protein. That's the best diet in the world to get in shape.
and have a good performance because it will fill you up with everything that you need and don't think too much of proceed foods. So I think these are the main takeaways that we can give you here. I hope you guys liked this episode. Hope you could take away some stuff. Um, if you have any questions, always feel free to shoot us a message to the Strength and Skills podcast. You'll find us on Instagram um, easily or um, just, just um, message us on our, our Instagram private profiles, <laughs> Rado Bosic or Nick Tibu. And um, if you want to have some help with your nutrition and training, always feel free to hit up for our coaching. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, if you like this episode, please feel free to share it with all the people that you know that should listen to this one, that maybe it helps some people and um, you do as a favor on spreading the message. Thank you guys for listening and have a great day. Have some good food and plan ahead. Thank you.